Hello, and welcome back to the All Things Basketball podcast. In today's episode, I will be going over the standings as well as covering the games played today, and then also going over some players, I think, that are really having great seasons so far that are kind of going under the radar. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the All Things Basketball podcast. To start off today's episode, I'm going to be talking about some teams um, that I think will rise in the standings or will drop in the standings. And the first team, we're going to be in the Western Conference, be the Los Angeles Lakers. Um, in their last 10 games, they are 7-3, and three, but they are in a three-game losing streak. Um, they are 22-9 and nine on the season. They lost to Miami Heat last night. And obviously, we know Anthony Davis, uh, you know, a minor injury to his Achilles against Denver a few, uh, I think a week ago it was. And he's expected to miss at least three to four weeks. And so... You know, I was you know I was watching the LA versus Miami Heat game yesterday and their game against Brooklyn, and obviously Dennis Shooter's out too, and he is a big piece for them this year. You know, he sets up the offense. He can take the load off of LeBron. Um, he can get his own shot sometimes, but uh, I think the Lakers need someone like they need a better. First off, Mark Gasol has been by far one of the worst players in the league this year. Mark Gasol is just he you know he's too slow. He's big, but he just he's not athletic. Uh, he gets beat a lot. You saw that against Miami last night. Bam and Abayo was just too quick for him. Um, they ran the offense through him a lot last night, and uh, you know I think they need to get a bit a better center. Montrez Harrell is a solid player, but he's just a little bit too undersized, so it's hard to play him there when other teams got like you know, uh, Embiid or a or a Jokic or someone like that. And then I also think the Lakers need to get a scoring guard. That can get their own shot uh, when LeBron is struggling or when AD is struggling. Because I was watching the game last night. And uh, LeBron was kind of being passive when I think he should be more aggressive. When AD is out and Shooter's out, you know, LeBron is there. You know, he's that guy. He, he's going to take the bulk of the shots. He's going to have a bulk of the, you know, usage. He sh- I think he should have been more aggressive last night. And he wasn't. And uh, that's why they lost last night. Because, you know, his teammates just, you know, Wesley Matthews. You know, Caruso, Kuzma had a nice game last night. I think he had, like, 26 points against Miami last night. But uh, no one else on the Lakers can, like, you know, they can't create for themselves. And so I think if they were to get, like, a scoring guard, someone like a someone like a Terrence Ross kind of player that can just, you know, go in and score. I'm not saying go get, go get Terrence Ross, but, you know, it's like someone like that. Because they need a, a primary, they need a third guy that if LeBron is struggling or if AD's hurt or he's struggling... They can give him the ball. They can go score. And then moving on to the Eastern Conference, um, the Miami Heat, who the Lakers just played, they, uh, you know, they've had a slow start to the season. They are thirteen and seventeen. They are the tenth seed, and I think they will rise up to be a top eight, top seven seed. I think, um, you know, in their last ten games, they're seven and three, two game win streak. And you know, Butler's been hurt. Drogic is still hurt. They've had multiple, multiple players miss tons of games due to COVID injuries and so it's really just been a hectic hectic start to the season for them but I think you start to see they're getting guys back now and they're starting to look somewhat like the team that were last year and so I think Miami will rise back up in the Acer Conference standings and then another team is going to be uh the Chicago Bulls they are five and five in the last 10 games 13 and 16 ninth seed they beat Sacramento last night and uh, Zach Levine has he's been amazing this year he should be an all-star, and I think he will be. Um, 
I, I haven't seen the fan voting results yet, so I don't know where he's at in there. But Zach Levine should be an all-star this year. He's averaging 29 points a game. And he's been dominant every single game this year. He's a good rebounder for a guard, too. He, you know, he gets in there, boxes out, and gets rebounds. Um, he's just, I mean, he's everywhere. You know, obviously, I'm a Kings fan, so I was watching the game last night. And he just took over in that fourth quarter. I mean, no one could stop him. And that's how it is every night, really, for uh, Zach Levine and the Chicago Bulls. You know, he's, you know, he's their dude. He's constantly the man. Uh, I think he's one of the top, top three, four shooting guards in the league. And I think, you know, people need to start, you know, putting more respect, you know, on Zach Levine's name because he's, he's really, really good. And so I think he actually can take the Bulls to the playoffs this year, at least the playoff, you know, at least the playing game. Because they don't have the playing tournament for the playoffs, but I think they actually can be at least in the playing game and maybe top eight. Because Charlotte and uh, New York are seven and eight right now, and I think New York might fall out and Charlotte might fall out. But uh, yeah, the Bulls and Zach Levine playing good basketball as of late. All right, so moving on to the games played today. Today is February twenty first. Um, and there's eight games on today. We have the Celtics versus Pelicans, Thunder versus Cavs, Pistons versus Magic, Nets versus Clippers, Sixers versus Raptors, Wolves versus Knicks, Nuggets versus Hawks, and then Kings versus Bucks. So starting off with the 76ers versus Toronto Raptors, I'm taking the Sixers in this one. Um, you know, they're one of the, obviously one of the top teams in the Eastern Conference. Um, the Sixers are six and four in the last ten games on a two game win streak. You know, Toronto has been hot as of late. Toronto is on a 7-3 in their last 10 three-game win streak. You know, they're the sixth seed right now, but uh, I think Joel Embiid's going to cause issues for them today. And someone that's been playing really good basketball has been uh, Matisse Thybul, who has come up in some trade rumors, but he's a, you know, really good defender, still a very young player. And he's been playing great basketball as of late, and I think uh, today it'll be a big, big matchup today with, uh, you know, Boucher, Siakam, um, OG Ananobi, Norman Powell, I think he's going to be a big piece for them today. Um, moving on to the Wolves and Knicks, I got the Wolves winning this one. Carl Anthony Towns has been back. Um, you know, COVID and the wrist injury have really sidelined him for most of this season, but he's back now, and the Wolves have been, uh, they've looked much, much better with him in there, obviously. And, uh, you know, he's just, he's he's their best player. He's their go-to guy, and I think uh, they, they overtake the Knicks today. Even though Julius Randle has been amazing, amazing this season. I think Randle deserves to be an all-star, but I don't think he'll get in, sadly. But I, think, I think it will be a good game, the Wolves versus Knicks today. But I got the Wolves uh, taking the W. Nuggets versus Hawks. I'm going to take uh, the Denver Nuggets. Jokic is going to be all over the place today. Probably a triple-double if I had to guess. Um, you know, Clint Capella is a big center, but I just don't think he's nimble enough to go with Jokic um, in the post moves. Uh, Trey Young versus Jamal Murray is going to be an uh, exciting matchup today, but I got the Nuggets beating the Hawks today. Kings versus Bucks. I am a Kings fan, but uh, the Kings have been on a, I think, six-game losing streak. We've been really struggling. And going up against a team like Milwaukee with Giannis. Um, Drew Holiday isn't playing, though, which would help us a little bit. But I think the Bucks beat us today. Clippers versus Nets. This is going to be a really good game. I'll be watching this game. Um... I'm going to take the Brooklyn Nets. I don't think KD's back today. I know Paul George is back for the Clippers, so that helps them out tremendously. But the Nets have been playing good basketball, and the, the big question for the Nets was their defense. You know, how they are going to play defense? They got no interior, no perimeter. But the Nets get stops when they need to. And, you know, the, the question you should be asking yourself is, can you outscore them? You know, 
can you get to 120, 130 against Brooklyn? Like I said, they get stops when it, when they need to get some stops. They will get the stops. And they're almost un, they're almost unstoppable on offense. So I think the Nets do win this game against uh, the Clippers today. Pistons versus Magic. Uh, Magic have been just riddled with injuries this year. I mean, Cole Anthony, Marco Foltz, Jonathan Isaac, you know, et cetera, et cetera. I think the Pistons do beat them today. We all know Jeremy Grant's having a great, great season. All-star caliber player this year. So I think the Pistons beat the Magic today. Thunder versus Cavaliers. Uh, you know, Shea Jojo is one of my favorite players in the in the league right now. I think he's a really rising star that shooting guard position. Obviously, the Cavaliers with Darius Garland, Colin Sexton, Drummond, spinning trade rumors for the past month and a half now. And I think he will get traded. Um, so that's something to watch for the Cleveland Cavaliers. And I think the Thunder beat them today. And then finally, the Celtics-Pelicans. I got Celtics winning this one. Uh, Jalen Brown has been struggling as of late. We all know Kemba's been back, so that's kind of, you know, taking a hit to Brown's usage. He's having to share the ball more with Tatum and Kemba and all these other players. But I think uh, I think Celtics uh, beat the Pelicans today. All right, so to end off this podcast episode, um, I'm going to be talking about some players I think are having really good seasons. That are kind of, you know, flying under the radar for most people. And the first player is going to be Jay Sean Tate, rookie. For the Houston Rockets, um, six foot four, two hundred thirty pound uh, shooting guard, and he's been great this year. I mean, he's getting twenty seven minutes a game, averaging ten points, fifty five percent from the field, thirty three percent from three point range, five rebounds, two assists, and one steal a game. And I think he should be getting more minutes for them. Um, the Rockets have had a lot of injuries this year, and so uh, he's really stepped up and filled that role for them. He's a good defender. He gets in there and rebounds. He can play make a little bit. He's not the best shooter, but he, you know, he, he's, he's capable of doing it. He's efficient most nights from the field, um, and he play he plays he plays really hard. He, he you know he hustles every single night. He'll dive for the loose ball. He'll get in there, box out the big man. He'll do whatever you need him to do, to, you know, to try to win the ball game. And uh, Deshaun Tate's gonna be a really nice player in this league, and I think he's a very underrated player this year from that rookie class. Next player is going to be Marvin Bagley. Um, obviously, the big thing with Bagley is, oh, well, the Kings took Bagley over Luka, or they took Bagley over, you know, this you know this person or this person. And Bagley's never going to be Luka. That's not going to be his role. That's not, you know, what he has to do. And Bagley has really struggled with injuries his first few years in the league. He's never played a full season. He's barely played more than half a season, and that was his rookie season. But so far this season, he's been pretty healthy. And uh, he's on a really good he's on a really good stretch of games right now. His last three games have been twenty six and eleven, nineteen and eleven, and then twenty and eight. And on the season, he's averaging thirteen point five points a game, uh, eight rebounds, one assist, and almost a steal a game in just twenty five minutes of action. Now his minutes are kind of low. I would I would like to see him get closer to twenty eight, twenty nine, thirty minutes. Um, but they are being a little bit careful with his you know with his injury history. And I think his minutes are only going to keep increasing. And he's been he's been a bright spot this season, I think, for us. I think he can still be a really good player in this league, an all-star caliber player. And so it's all about health for Marvin and just staying on the court. Lastly, LaMelo Ball. Uh, LaMelo was not starting, you know, the whole season. He's been starting their last, I think, six, seven games. And he's been, he's been phenomenal. Um, 14 points, six rebounds, seven assists, and almost two steals a game this season. 
and only 26 minutes a night. Now, usually Devontae Graham and Rozier are their starting backcourt, but Graham's had injuries this year, so LaMelo has been, boom, in the starting lineup. And, uh, you know, James Borrego, the Hornets coach, when Graham is back, if he puts Graham over Melo in the starting lineup, he should be fired because LaMelo is better than Devontae Graham. And frankly, you know, LaMelo and Rozier are a better backcourt tandem than Graham and Rozier because Graham and Rozier do the same thing. They just want to score the basketball. And Graham's been very inefficient this season, so that's why the Hornets were really, you know, struggling, I think, to start off the season. But you saw, you see LaMelo and Rozier, and you've got P.J. Washington, and you've got Gordon Hayward having a great season. You've got Miles Bridges off the bench. You've got Cody Zeller getting a rebound. You know, all these other pieces around them. You know, Melo is just, you know, you, you put Melo in the lineup, and everyone else, I think, gets better. He's a playmaker. He'll rebound. Um, you know, he can shoot a little bit. You know, he'll score. He's, not, he's you know, he's aggressive. And so uh, I think he should be their starter for, the, for the, you know, the rest of the season. And he's my rookie of the year pick. Uh, he's been great this season and just he's going to be a superstar in this league. A very, very fun to watch player. And I just cannot wait for, you know, his, his future seasons as he gets more comfortable in the, you know, at the NBA level. And so, uh, yeah, that's all for today's episode. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at dbailey.allthingsbasketball.